Hello, chickadees. I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that dishes life lessons for the gals from the gals. Because your 20s is bloody tough enough. And we're hoping that this show will just make it a little bit easier. Yeah, that's right. And today's Effie is no exception. I am so excited for today's episode. We're talking with the witchy woman herself, Alira Potter. She's all about self-love, manifestation, and getting in touch with your spiritual side. In this ep, she takes us through her life lessons from her roller coaster journey of ups and downs, from losing her mum to discovering her passion as a spiritual coach and reading oracles. She actually gives Sal and I a reading in this ep, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. We're very excited and scared. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> I'm sweating already. But before we get into the episode, we like to start each week with our life lesson. So go on, Sal. Hit me. <laughs> because this is a little bit of a spooky ooky dooky episode and Halloween is just around the corner, I saw something that I thought would be fun to bring up for this episode. A lot of us are scrambling for costume ideas right about now. And I saw a recent stat that eBay sales for Squid Game costumes increased by 689% last week at the time of recording so either your costume will be a crowd fave if you're going as someone from squid game or you'll rock up at the halloween party and everyone will be in the same costume as you so i thought that was a good life lesson to share but if you are running low on inspo we have a fab little article on the top 2021 halloween costumes from harry styles by love to jennifer's body so i'll chuck that into our show notes at finder.com.au slash two broke chicks if you're running short of inspo and um you have your squid game costume coming in the mail and now you're like shit plan b amazing Mine's a bit lame. I feel a bit like nervous to say this is my life lesson. Like we've just exited lockdown, right? And we all know that I'm not the biggest dater. I don't really date. I kind of just do my own thing and I enjoy that. And I kind of don't really go on dates as well because I get really just, I get date anxiety. Like I don't want to do it. I'm like, if I hang out with my friends, that's a guaranteed good time. (laughs) Yeah, there's no risk. You know, but if I go on this date, I'm like, it could be not so great. And there definitely have been some not so great. And so I kind of just don't go on them. But then I went on this date and it was so fun. And there was no need for me to be as nervous as I was. And then at the end of the day, if it's crap, you just go. Like you can just leave because you can just do whatever you want. Obviously don't hurt anyone's feelings. If you are a bit nervous about getting back into the dating scene me too. Just go for it. Like what's the worst that could happen? You'll be single. You already are. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of just, I feel a bit lame, but like no, not I just all. had a really good time and it doesn't necessarily mean you need to marry the person, but just go on the date. Take the pressure off and just go on the date and enjoy it, especially, you know, with all of us, well, a lot of us coming out of lockdown. I think a lot of people would be in that position and would have a lot of anxiety about you know dating or getting into a new relationship or you know would be like oh I haven't really dated for the last 18 months and this is my first date like it's a lot of pressure but just go off sis have a good time especially when you've been locked inside for three months 
Like there's not a whole lot of social interaction going on there. And so I was like, what if I'm not funny anymore? <laughs> that could never happen. Keep y'all updated, but don't get excited. <laughs> Let's jump into the episode with Alira. Alira is a manifesting queen, self-love advocate, and self-confessed witchy woman. She's a yorta yorta woman who grew up with a single mum who worked multiple jobs to support her family. Sadly, Alira lost her mum when she was 17, followed by a roller coaster of events which left her feeling like she hit rock bottom. Until she stumbled across a deck of oracle cards that her mum had left her. Since then, Alira has embraced her witchy woman destiny and harnessed the power of manifestation and magic to help accept her self-worth and live her best life. Alira also has her first book coming out, Wild and Witchy, early next year, so she gives us all the juicy goss on that too. So excited to read it. Hello, Alira. Welcome to Two Broke Chicks. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited. I just feel like the energy already. We need to get into a bar ASAP. I'm coming to Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) You are a manifestation queen, but for those who don't know, what does manifestation actually involve and what tips do you have to manifest your very best life? Manifesting is what we put out to the universe, so that law of attraction. So if we decide that we would like a partner, we would sort of put that out to the universe and be like, this is what I'm desiring. This is the person that I would like. Or if we're wanting to bring in a certain amount of abundance like money, we would say, I'm allowing, you know, $5,000 to come my way. So it's all about putting everything out to the universe and hoping that it will come back to us. But we do have to do you know, a couple little things along the way to actually get that manifestation to come to us. So where does it start? Do you think it? Do you write it down? What do you do? I mean, you can do everything, which is like super powerful. So I think the basic way that I tell my clients is whatever you're sort of wanting to bring in, take a moment and think about, okay, is this actually what I want? Is this what my heart desires right now? Is this going to affect anybody around me? Is this coming from a place of like intention, intuition rather than a place of ego? So think about those things and then whatever you're wanting to bring in, you would write it down on a piece of paper. So you always say things like, I'm allowing or I am bringing or I'm open to receiving rather than being like, I want, because I want is a little bit greedy. So we're saying these things and we're writing them down on a piece of paper and we'll put that piece of paper away. I have mine like all over the house. I'm like looking around my house being like, they're everywhere. And then you would just leave it. We don't have to think about it. But in order for that manifestation to come to us, we almost have to create space for it. We have to act as if it's already here. And we have to do things like switching our mindset to be a little bit more positive. We just have to like feel into the feels. We have to just do some things. It's like if we're wanting to attain a goal, we have to do little micro steps to actually get to that goal. So we're essentially doing little micro steps to bring in that manifestation. So you talk a lot about self-love as well. And I think that's something that a lot of people, myself included, really struggle with. And you live by a real zero policy, which I love. So what are your tips for actually achieving self-love and just backing yourself in a way that's healthy and also sustainable? Because I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, 100%. And I think this is something that everybody struggles with their whole life. And it just got to a point for me where I was like, I literally give zero about what people think of me anymore. I'm sick of trying to fit into these societal norms and dress a certain way because it's cool or whatever. I got to a point where I was like, I'm going to curate my social media feed to make sure that I'm looking at beautiful people that align with me and that make me happy. 
and I started doing things for myself, like doing self-care routines. That's so important because that's self-love. That's you giving nourishment back to your body. I think self-love, it's not linear. We have to remember that. It's not linear. We're never going to be fully accepting of ourselves, but we need to get to a point where we're comfortable with who we are. We have to acknowledge that, okay, I mean, I'll be able to change these things about myself. I need to accept them. Having said that, I just think self-love is something that everyone can start their journey like today. It's so simple. Like for me this morning, I messaged all my friends and I was like, I'm not available today. I'm not available. I even said to my manager, I'm not available. That's self-love. That's me taking care of myself and just being like, I'm putting my well-being first. That's loving my mind and loving myself. So self-love, not linear. Anyone can do it. Simple things. You mentioned just then about curating your feed. Sal and I were actually at the Body Shop event, which was about the Museum of Self-Love. And we listened to your panel where you spoke about curating your feed and making sure it made you happy. Can you tell us a little bit more Mm. about how you did that and why it's so important to curate your feed that makes you feel good? Let's be real. Most millennials and generations younger, the first thing that we do when we wake up, we reach for our phone. We're going on TikTok. We're going on Instagram. We want to make sure that the first thing that we see that pops up on our screen is something that is just going to sort of fill us with joy, make us happy or educate us. And that's what I got at. I I was just like, I'm going to unfollow so many people because they're not aligned with my values right now. So it just got to a point where I was like, number one, I want color on my feet. And by color, I want a diverse range of people. I want black bodies, brown bodies, white bodies. I want all of that. And I just started following women in particular that just resembled my body as well too. So I think curate that feed to just like educate you, make that, you know, that you're aware as well too, and just follow people that are going to make you so happy. Okay. So no more hate following then. Yes. No more hate following. Although I think that is so normal. The hate following thing, it's so normal and it's okay because we are only human. You have spoken a lot in the past about you getting more in touch with your spiritual self. So how can other people get more in touch with their spiritual self? I mean, like, I think I went down like the most drastic way. I sort of hit rock bottom in that sense with my life and I needed something to lean on and spirituality was that thing that I lent on. And then it just literally created and formed my whole career, which is crazy. Ways that people can get into spirituality is so simple. Get a deck of cards. Go into your local spiritual witch shop and just go pick a deck of cards that you're drawn to or do things like meditating. That's you connecting in spiritually with yourself as well too. And then, I mean, you can get really witchy and start freezer bagging people, which I love. If you are having trouble with a particular person or a situation, you would write their name or the situation on a piece of paper. You get a freezer bag, you'll put that in the freezer bag, fill it with water, put it in the freezer. You need to send blessings if it's a physical person because we do not want to hurt them. And if you believe in magic, like it's going to happen and it literally just sort of freezes their timeline with you and they just walk out of your life. It's pretty cool. You know what? My mum told me about that when I was in like primary school and I was in a bit of a toxic friendship with someone and she was like, I think it's time we need to do this. I didn't know that's what it was called, but there we go. She's no longer in my life. So it works. Yes, it does work. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we don't want to give too much away, but can you give us a sneak peek of some of the witchy rituals and techniques that we can expect from your book that's coming out next year? Because we are so excited to get our hands on it. 
Yeah, definitely. This book is like the dream, but that freezer bag trick will be in there. There's going to be like lots of little spells in there too for people. There's also going to be just resources in there for people who, you know, maybe going through a tough relationship or a friendship or have may have just lost someone and they're dealing with grief or wanting to sort of like learn more about understanding their mental well-being. There's going to be something in there for everybody, which I love. And that's why I curated this book because I wanted to share my life experiences, which is just so vast for the age that I'm at. And I wanted to be like, I'm putting this in a book. It's going to be there and people can just reach for it. So there's going to be lots of just cool things in there. And I'm just, I'm so excited to get the physical copy. Yeah. It's so lovely for you to have this thing that is just a representation of you and your soul and all of that and share that with other people. It's also like a bit, it would make me a bit nervous to kind of be so like vulnerable and kind of put that out there. Is that, is it nervous? Oh, you nervous? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like writing the book itself with somebody, it was like lots of trauma was coming on up and I was like, oh my God, this is a lot for my soul right now. And I'm nervous. I'm nervous for people to read it because I do share a lot about my life and things like that. But I just think let's just humanize life. We're all going through shit. We've all dealt with shit. Like, so I just, yeah, I just wanted to be an open book, literally. And um, yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Well, it's going to be a hit. We all know it's going to be a hit. What's the freakiest or the coolest thing that you've experienced, whether it's a spiritual encounter you've had or something during a reading? Pour the tea. Things always happen. And they started happening, I think, like earlier on. Like I remember when I was a kid and I could hear voices. And I always just thought, oh, that's like, you know, my little brain, you know, as kids. But looking back, I was like, no, it was like talking to the dead mate. So I think there's always sort of moments that happen. And I know that like if I walk into certain spaces, I can just sense that there's something here or there's someone just like wanting to maybe connect or whatever it may be. So I'm never scared and I don't think it's ever freaky. I just think it's always like, oh, if that was a normal person, they'd be so freaked out right now. But me, it's just like, yeah, it's like. I don't know, it's just a part of this spiritual journey I'm on. Embrace it. Sal's grandma used to stand at the end of her bed and shake her bed. The ghost of my grandma? <laughs> yeah, she died a long time ago. That's she used to give me nice, some nice little wake-up calls or I'd be listening to like, I don't know, something on the radio when I was a little kid and it would the dial would change and switch over to like classical music and I'd be like, not now, grandma. I'm blasting oh Britney, girl. <laughs> she was trying to give you a message maybe or pass something over so I think like if that ever was to happen again don't be afraid to just ask I think that's what I need to do yeah we're both <laughs> very like spooky ooky oriented like we mm. were at a Halloween party once and we were just being naughty little poos and we we're like let's go exploring <laughs> and so we like went to go and run around this house and this house party and there was this weird like basement back house room thing and so I was like what's in here and she went to go and walk in and I literally felt like someone just sat on my chest she opened the door and I felt like someone sat on my chest and my whole body went cold but like sweaty and I like grabbed the back of her collar and yanked her out slammed the door and I was like we're not going in there it was on Halloween and we were both dressed up as the devil so I think we were, you know, we were manifesting some bad energy yeah, that night. Yeah, maybe you were. <laughs> Being like oh the Prince gosh. of Darkness is here. <laughs> now I'm super excited because Illyria is going to give us a little reading, a little Oracle Yay. Cards reading. Read me, baby. Who wants to go first? 
Sal, do you want to go first? Yeah, I was going to say I will. I'll shuffle the cards. So obviously people can't really see it in the room, but I'm just shuffling the cards and we'll just see what comes on out for you. But just take, okay, everything that I say is a grain of salt, which is kind of cool. Hey, there's lots happening around you at the moment. I just feel like coming into next year, tie up any loose ends. And I'm talking like people, situations, tie it on up. You've got the miracle healing card, which is really nice because it's just saying you're on a journey at the moment. Let's be open. Let's be open for change. But let's get rid of any like toxic people that are around you. Let's tie up the loose ends. Let's just get rid of it. Nice little card has come through as well to kick up your heels. Have a little bit of fun, but just have a little bit of balance as well too because I'm feeling like there's no balance at the moment. Look after you, self-care, and put yourself first because when's the last time you've done that? I'm being read for filthy. (laughs) Alex is staring me down. I've become like a workaholic in the last 18 months, so that makes sense. This is really nice to kick up your heels, can't just take a moment and just understand what that balance is because I can actually feel your energy at the moment and it's like you're here presently with me but your energy is elsewhere because you're just like, I need to go and have a nap energetically. Look after yourself. But a nice little card, those also come through peace of mind. If there's a situation happening at the moment, light at the end of the tunnel is coming. What I'm saying right now may not be happening presently. So if a situation is going to arise, don't stress. Just take a step back and just know that it will resolve itself. All is okay. You're such an empath and you're really good at taking on other people's energy. And you've got to think of people as cord cuts, right? Everyone's attached by a cord. You need to cut some cords at the moment. I'm a Pisces, so I am 100% like everybody always says I take on everybody's like everything, but I never let anything go. Nobody ever knows what's going on with me. So you've hit the nail on the head and I think I need to go be sick. (laughs) Just rest. That's what we're telling you. Go and rest. (laughs) See, you need to take your wellness day. Finder gave everyone a wellness day to take one day off. You don't have to log anything. And she refuses to take it. I'm like, take it this Friday. She's like, there's too much to do. That is literally saying take the freaking day. (sighs) Okay, I'll take it. And then I want a message from you saying like, I'm on my wellness day. I'll be like, bitch, yes. The reality is with self-care as well too, we're really good at telling other people to self-care, but we don't actually take our own advice. So go and do that. Okay, I will, Alira. That'll be my homework. Alex, are you ready for your Okay, I'm ready. My palms are sweaty. Oh, my God. Well, you, you're a fire sign, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. can tell. Oh, my gosh. you got some really good cards, but also, like, you need to bring it back down to ground level. You're so, like, up here at the moment. Oh, my God. Okay, this card's come through because I'm laughing because I'm just like, this bitch is not going to do this at all, but oh I'm here God. for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, magic of nature card. This is really nice, but you you do need a little bit of grounding at the moment because your energy levels are so high and it's almost like you're running off adrenaline at the moment. Take a moment to ground and get out in nature. When's the last time you've actually like gone outside and just been like, I'm out in nature. I'm like taking everything in. I'm present and I'm checking in with all the senses that are around me. I honestly don't even remember. I feel like I'm just always like, okay, what's the next thing that I need to do? I'm like, oh, I haven't checked in with blah, blah, blah. I need to message them and see if they're okay. Or like I need to organize this yeah. thing. I'm always just like that, 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 that. Bring it back down to ground level because that's what this card is saying. It's like that magic of nature. 
when you start to do those things, it's almost like you're saying to the universe, yes, I'm like coming in alignment and I'm just getting a little bit more grounded and rested. Shit's going to start moving for you because I feel the last couple of months things have moved, but they've also felt like a little bit stagnant energy wise. And we're trying to push through barriers. You are the barrier, my friend, because you're not taking any time to chill. Just ground yourself this week because two cards, really big cards, actually follow your dreams and then dreams coming true card, which is really nice. So career is hot. Be open to big things. Be open for opportunities as well too. But if opportunities come on in, pause before you make a decision. Your Aries energy is like, I'll just do it. Oh my God, I'll just do it. And it's like, let's just chill and let's listen to the intuition before making any decisions. But big things are coming on in. These cards are really hot, but just take some time for you. It's so important. I don't think I remember the last time I went for a walk and sat somewhere by myself for like an hour, which I love to do, but I just mm. haven't done it. Like I always used to go do sunrises and stuff like that. And I've just so go and do it. Like, lacked in that go area. On. That was amazing. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Before we wrap up the episode, we like to play a lovely little game called Pick Your Poison. And it's essentially our own little version of this or that. We'll give you two options and you just choose. Okay. Crystals or oracle cards? Crystals. Ooh. Cats or dogs? Oh, I have both though. Dog, dog. I hope the cat didn't hear that. Oh, my God. The cat wouldn't care. You know what cats are like. They're like, I know I'm superior. (laughs) I know. He wouldn't actually. (laughs) Road trip or plane ride? Oh, road trip any day. Paperbacks or e-books? Paperbacks because I love the smell of books. Me too. Yoga or meditating? Yoga for sure. Beach or mountains? Beach. And finally, candles or essential oils? Candles for sure. Got to have the candles burning when you're doing your witchy stuff. I've got two burning right now. Love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Two Broke Chicks, Alira. Her book, Wild and Witchy, is available from 2nd of February, 2022, and you can pre-order it on Booktopia this very damn second. In the meantime, you can follow her on Instagram at alira.potter and love everyone so much. This was so fun. Thank you. And thank you for changing my life. (laughs) I'm going to be a new woman after this. You will. (laughs) And that is a wrap. Thanks again to Alira Potter for joining us. We've included a bunch of resources, including a link to pre-order Alira's book in the show notes. Also, you can head to finder.com.au slash twobrokechicks for transcripts to all our episodes. If you haven't already, please go follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Otherwise, we'll get Alira to put a spell on you. And follow at twobrokechicks on Instagram. If you're really feeling the love, which we hope you are, please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means the world to us and we love reading everything that you have to say and also just any feedback you have. Keep it positive. Thanks to our angelic producer, Paria Tahazade, and our friends at Bambi Media for editing this episode. And of course, to you for having us in your ear holes. You know we love to be here. Till next time. See you then. Bye.